0: Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello again, Blue Jays fans. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into whatever method of communication you choose to absorb it. Although I recommend just audibly, it seems to work pretty well. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Andrews, back for another day of Blue Jays talk, joined by my co-host Ryan Miller, who's back into the swing of things after a. Um, well, I, I don't want to say you were rusty on yesterday's episode, but um, you you got you got torched in Pint Counterpoint. Um, but let's let's just call that as it is. The fact that you have nothing to say about it says it all, really.
1: I was just waiting for you to finish. I was just waiting for you to finish. Yeah, I was rusty. You're right. Uh, you know, we 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 picked an easy easy topic for you to win because i i didn't I didn't want you to feel bad with me returning.
0: You, you literally gave me arguments during it.
1: Like yeah, you, I was. Pr- you literally it was fed sad. me stats. I was definitely not on the debate team.
0: No. No, but that's all right. That's all right. You have many other fine qualities that make you a good co-host.
1: By, by feeding you points to help strengthen your argument. See?
0: Ah, uh, that's just one of
1: them. M- match made in heaven.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, we're we're going to take things down a bit. No arguing today, unless, you know, things get really heated here. But I, I don't really see that happening. But no, today um we're just gonna we're just gonna do a bit a bit of an overview because now that we have our minor league specialist back in Ryan Miller, we can actually start tackling some of the problems that the Blue Jays have that have come up while we've been while well, while Miller's been away. I've been here, I've been doing work. Um but yeah. While while Miller has been had been sunning himself on those Dominican beaches. And yeah, I'm going to keep bringing that up because I don't get a vacation. Not until July. Um, But yeah, uh, this is a good opportunity to, to catch up and, and see what the blue Jays can do from within to improve some of these slots. And Miller, I don't know about you, but we, we have to talk with, you about the biggest issue that is plaguing the Blue Jays, and I, I'm going to give you one guess what it is.
1: I'm going to go with starting pitching.
0: Ding, 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 ding! Yay! It it's in the running for most disappointing unit of the season in MLB. Part probably only eclipsed by Cleveland's bullpen being the absolute worst in baseball right now, which is is amazing. But no, uh, the Blue Jays starting rotation has been absolutely terrible. No one has an ERA under four. Three of them have an ERA over six. So, yeah, um, Miller. When we when we did our first episode of this, we we were cautiously optimistic that the Blue Jays rotation was rounding into form. J Hap was still looking good. Jaime Garcia had a good start-ish, um, but yeah, while you were away drinking your your tequila and Coke combination, which that's a topic for another day, um, it, it's just been bad. Like like no one can get to the seventh inning anymore in this Blue Jays rotation, and it's resulted in just abysmal. abysmal abysmal performances all around from the people trotted out there to start contests for this team and like i'm i'm not sure what can be done
1: well i know how to solve it
0: oh this is quick this, yeah, right. oh
1: i know how to solve it knock
0: the rust off knock off already all right on <laughs> right. what do we do clearly
1: i am not allowed to leave the country yes right because yes. we were going okay before, and then I leave, and you know the wheels fall off of the rotation. Danny Barnes gets sent down to uh, to triple a we 're not even going to talk about Roberto Asuna because all those articles that uh, everybody was writing about. He's the next Mariano Rivera. They may have to be put on hold, my friend.
0: No, he's the next Geraldus so, Chapman, sadly.
1: Yes, apparently. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I think that's the only solution because um it seems like the our sixth starter, Joe Biagini, that that experiment should be put to rest. Yeah, it's done. Uh, yeah, he's he's now shown that he's a Excellent reliever. Yeah. So let's just put him, let's put him in back in that role that he excelled at, and um, let's move on. So now we we look at um, some some AAA options. And some of we, them already
0: got, with this team.
1: That's right. We got to see Deck McGuire. He looked good for uh, two out of the three innings that he pitched in last night. Mm.
0: Then aside or, aside from the. Blinding force of offense that was Devin Mesoraco in that Tuesday game. Yes, he went what five for five, something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and, and Ligaris played really well too. Mm. He 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 was a thorn in the Jays' side, and I think that was his only multi-hit game of the year. But
0: oh, well, that's great! Mm-hmm. But, but it's so kind of the Blue Jays to help struggling offensive players rediscover their stroke.
1: I heard in that game they were saying that the New York Mets were, I think, second last in extra base hits heading into that game, and they proceeded to hit something like six doubles in the first like seven innings against the Jays. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like every ball was hitting the outfield, every every single one. Like, yeah. like when when the when Noah Syndergaard is rocking doubles off you, like it's just depressing
1: right so um yeah the only solution is that i am not allowed to leave in the country but yeah like i remember reading this off season even yeah this off season how the jays would have been so much different the jays record would have been so much different last year had um aaron sanchez pitched for the entire year if he was healthy all year the Jays might have even gotten that second wild card. Mm. Uh, but on Sanchez, he's he's he struggled. We'll just give him he struggled. Um, but you know, looking at his record is 2 and 3, a 4.080 ERA, he hasn't he hasn't looked like the 2016 Sanchez at all. So, you know, maybe maybe just saying, "Oh, if you, if pitcher X gets Uh, post these stats in year 2016, he should automatically have those exact same stats. This isn't MLB the show, right? We're not Mm -hmm. playing video games. It doesn't work that way. So, you know, just get that out of the way.
0: No, and I I should offer a correction. Devin Masaracco actually was two for two. He walked three times. So five for five getting on base, two for two in the box score, because, yeah.
1: A walk is as good as a hit except it doesn't have the same launch angle
0: no no and the blue jays don't get those either clearly uh but yeah like what it, it's not just sanchez though like the like this this was a rotation that heading into the season people people saw the jaime garcia sign as oh it's a finishing touch oh you'll be a great fifth starter but no one like Hap is pitching like a fifth starter. Sanchez is pitching like a sixth starter, and the other three are pitching like they want out of town. Like, like it is just it's just so abysmally bad, and it and it's terrible to watch too. Cause like you you watch that and you know like like oh Marco Estrada he's gonna give up two runs saying, Oh Jaime Garcia is gonna give up three runs, and the Blue Jays aren't gonna be able to come back because they they used up all their late inning magic in April because that's when you want comebacks. (laughs) But, but again, you, 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 you try and rack your brain for options to try to say like, okay, we can do this and try and fix it. But I don't know what's there. I, I thought deck McGuire was the best, best option to take that slot from Biagini while Strowman's on the DL for shoulder fatigue and deck looked good for two and a third innings, but then he got into that final inning and gave up that home run to Mezzarocco. And and you can argue that he was a bit fatigued from celebrating his first big league hit. But like like no one in this organization seems to have length anymore, Miller.
1: Well I think we I think many of us were more surprised at Garcia's first couple starts. Versus his last couple starts, I think his last couple starts were kind of like, no, yeah, yeah, that's what we were kind of expecting. So we'll we'll put Jaime Garcia to the side. Surprise is Marcus Stroman, mm. like being oh and five. Like he just hasn't he hasn't had it since day one. And I understand he he started spring training a little like a little late because he was injured. Yeah. Right. So. You know, give, give him a little bit of a pass there. I'm really interested. To, I know he hasn't started throwing yet in for his rehab, um, but I'm really interested to see how things happen um, pan out when he comes back. Because I think the Blue Jays do go as Mark Strowman goes. I think Aaron Sanchez hasn't pitched as bad as his record would indicate, and maybe there is still a little bit of rust from like rust that he's working off because he didn't pitch a lot last year, just like the rust that I had to shake off on our last episode. Mm. Um, you know, the, the real concern for me is Marco Estrada,
0: mm.
1: right? I think Hap is okay. I, I, you know, actually, I would actually take, you know, some of Hap, Hap's stats right now. I think he's, he's kind of okay like you said he's a kind of like a fifth starter you know he's our fourth starter if he continues on pitching in the mid fours he's got a he still has a high strikeout and his whip ain't bad he's got a, a 1.27 whip so like i would i would kind of take that as a fourth starter but if Strowman can come back and actually be the Strowman of 2016 and 2017 and sanchez can kind of you know start trending a little bit closer to what he did in 2016 i think the jays will be okay we still need a fifth starter though
0: yeah and i'm i'm at a loss for where where we really get it if i mean yeah we can throw mcguire out there we can we can maybe throw sam gaviglio out there as that kind of fifth starter if At least if we do that, we know they're only going five innings anyway, so you can kind of prepare yourself, maybe have whoever's not starting in the bullpen as a long man, maybe get genie for a couple innings. But like, you can't do that every day. It's why people are, are worried about this bullpen. This bullpen has been far better than the Blue Jays dreamed of and deserved the way Clippard and Axford and O have gone out there and that's just been consummate professionals and been absolutely solid pretty much every time they go out there all three of them rocking sub 150 ERA's for this club and and doing it basically for nothing because how many times have they gone out there and not had a lead like how many times have been as have, have Oh been summoned to basically stop the bleeding in in an inning i like i like when you when you see the blue jays give up it it's like oh Jake Petrica, go out there and, and throw throw an inning and don't get any ground balls and give up home runs instead, like 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 it's just, it just puts so much pressure on the on the other facets of this Blue Jays squad to not have a rotation that can go out there and assure you that you are going to be like even on level playing fields after five innings to just assure you that they can go out there and and keep you in a game. Like, that, that's what they paid Jaime Garcia for. Be a pitcher who can keep the Blue Jays in a game. And he can't do that. And and Marco, he, he's turned it around a little bit, which is nice. But he wasn't doing that. Stroman wasn't doing that, aside from that one game in Minnesota. Joe Biagini definitely wasn't doing that. None of the Blue Jays starters... Are, are even keeping this team in games. And that's what makes it both frustrating for the team and frustrating as a fan. Cause you watch that and it's basically over after five innings or, or like last night when it was basically over after four.
1: Well, and, and when you start hearing fans saying that they miss R.A. Dickey or that R.A. Well, Dickey can be signed. Maybe we can bring him
0: uh, in to
1: eat some innings. You know, that's scary, yeah. you know, and, we're we're talking about the the rotation but i am going to throw one little thing about the the bullpen in there is i've been an advocate of getting a swing man a long relief guy for about 2 years now i don't think we've had that i like Biagini was kind of that guy for us like last like a little bit last year and you know then they they started messing with him by making him a trying to get him to be a starter. But I think that's that's one of the things like that this that would put the finishing touches on on this bullpen. Because, you know, asking the Clippers and the Axfords and the O's to go two innings, you're just you're it's Russian roulette. These guys are gonna blow out a shoulder or an elbow or something.
0: Yeah, and I that that's what I kinda hope that that third be a genie start against Boston would just put the nail in the coffin and they could make Biagini the swingman instead of just relying on starting pitchers to go out and mop up innings. I, I Biagini was so good in, in that role in 2016 where he could go do two innings full tilt, not have to worry about you know saving anything and just be effective for those two innings. I think that'd Biagini- uh, after,
1: But after watching Biagini try and be a starter, I, I, I don't even think he's suited for that role. I think you put B. Genie back in the one-inning role again. That's where he excelled, Mm. right? I would, you know, I know that you like deck for a rotation spot, like to hold a rotation spot, I should say. But I think Maguire would be better suited in that swing, man, like he did last night, or not last night, on Tuesday night. Um, You know, he, he looked really good for two innings. He, you know... He like we said, he seemed to be a little gassed when he came in for that third inning. So in an American League, he wouldn't have hit, so he wouldn't have been gassed, and we could be talking about Deck McGuire putting up three zeros over or zeros over three innings, mm. right? So I think that he's better suited for in that role. I hope he proves me wrong. I would love to see you know the the, uh, prodigal son type of, uh, story come in there where, you know, he, he makes good on, was it, was it JP Ricciardi that did, uh, drafted Decker was that Anthopolis's first one. I think it was Ricciardi. I,
0: yeah, I, I think that was Ricciardi too. Cause that was what? 2010.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I miss, I, I, I confuse, uh, Deck McGuire with, uh, I, <laughs> I can't even remember the guy's name, but he was wow. a similar pitcher. Yeah. Similar pitcher, you know, uh, work, workhorse Chad mentality, Chad Jenkins. That's right. You know, those guys both, I think one was uh Ricciardi and the other one was uh, Anthopolis. But um, yeah, like, you know, I, I would love for him to come, come in and claim a fifth spot and, and just, you know, be a, a 500 pitcher and do what we were hoping, uh, Garcia would do yeah. for much, much less money.
0: Well, do what he did in Cincinnati last year. Cause he, he was pretty good in that role for Cincinnati. Right. Um, but yeah, he, he was an Anthopolis pick, uh, Anthopolis, okay. Anthopolis was promoted in 2009.
1: So, okay, there we go. Um, so, so,
0: so yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, let, let's um, let's actually talk about some maybe future options right after this. Okay, so so again, um, Miller, we're we're going to do this this quick, but you are you are the minor league expert of the two, and when I when I posted a poll uh, last week about who fixes the starting rotation, I did float out Sean Reed Foley. And given our discussion yesterday, I know you're not a fan of promoting guys directly from New Hampshire to start in the major leagues, much less a, a rookie making his first appearance because we all remember how that worked with Matt Boyd. But what what options are there in the minors for the Blue Jays to try and fix this? Because like the the name heading into this season was Ryan Barucki, and Ryan Barucki hasn't looked good.
1: Uh, he yeah he had a Baruchy had a really poor um, poor start like he's he on May first he allowed uh, I think it was six runs five runs something like that so he didn't really look too good but um, he hasn't looked terrible he hasn't looked terrible so but he has, does he look like he's a guy that would come up and fix the rotation no not not right now um, I would before i brought Barucki up i would actually give uh chris rowley a shot first like obviously the guys that are on the on the roster right now um uh how do you pronounce his name gavaglio gavilio gavilio see i'm terrible with the names gavilio or or maguire i would give them a shot at the rotation before i bring anybody else up hmm. right. but my next my next guy would be would be Rowley. He he doesn't have a very good whip, but he's bringing his whip down. But the guy's got a th- 3 in 1 record with with an under 2 ERA. Yeah. Right. Yep. If you're willing if you're willing to keep on rolling Joe Biagini out there. I think Joe Biagini has lost his last seven decisions or something like that or mm. you know like he's 0 and 7. He's probably got a bunch of no decisions in there too. You know, if you're willing to let him keep on taking the ball every fifth day. You got to give Chris Rowley the sergeant, or I don't know what his his rank is, so I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> you you gotta you gotta give him another shot, right? Yeah. Before and again, before you start bringing up the uh, asking guys to jump two levels, you know, I know I know it it works. It doesn't. It doesn't always fail. You can it it we brought uh, Aaron Loop up from AA when he first came up and he was really really good for the first couple of years um, you know so it's it's not impossible for a guy like Sean Reed Foley to come up it's not impossible for Jordan Romano who um, who was a perfect 7 and 0
0: yeah he he's another one who looks really good who's kind of jumping off the page a little bit with that leap and i Again, Sean Reed Foley is a bigger name of the two, obviously. So he's he's the one that comes to mind first. But Romano, what he's been doing at New Hampshire is nothing short of remarkable, either. And
1: right, the only thing that scares me about Romano is Romano is uh um he he's a flyball pitcher, mm. and we've seen how hometown kid comes home and how much pressure that puts on him. On them, we saw it with uh with you know, to a certain extent, Brett Brett Lowry.
0: Yeah,
1: right. I know he's from BC, but you know, they said that playing for Canada's only team was was high pressure. We saw it uh, with Pompey.
0: Yep.
1: Right. So how can how come how can the Markham native Jordan Romano come and um, handle that? We don't know until he handles it, right?
0: Yeah. And the the only the only thing I think of is like because he's he wasn't really highlighted as a prodigal son like Pompey got all the attention in the minors right, mm-hmm. but because Romano was a later draft pick because he's a guy who got, who again flew under the radar a bit maybe there's not as much pressure for a guy like Romano to come in and and make that leap. Although again, the the immediate comparison I have for the for a starter making that leap from Double A is Matt Boyd, and Matt Boyd in a Toronto Blue Jays uniform was terrible.
1: And there's a lot of similarities between um, Boyd and and Romano. Both both guys like to pitch up in the zone, and um, you know I think that actually that might be the only comparison. Uh, you know, one's a left-handed, the other one's a right-hander. Um, uh, Romano for a fly ball pitcher, he's allowed four home runs this year, but last year he allowed two home runs in 138 innings, mm.
0: which is right, which will not happen at the major league level.
1: No. And, and that, that was also in the Florida state leads. So yeah, you know, they, that's not a hitter, hitter friendly, uh, league.
0: No, but, n- no, but it It's something to keep an eye on, especially the way this Blue Jay season has gone during the month in may i know I know this is a comparable record to what they had in the 2015 twenty sixteen seasons, but it just doesn't feel like there's near as much right going for Toronto as there was in those previous years so as as uh as the team starts to lose sight of the Yankees and the Red Sox. I'd be interested to see what kind of guys get that call maybe for a look for the 2019 team. And and Romano could be one of those guys.
1: Well, I think I in my opinion I I think they continue rolling with this rotation until Stroman gets back. Um, you know, this month isn't isn't great like we have the uh the Angels and Boston
0: and coming. And the Phillies th-
1: and the Phillies and Oakland, they're you know they always kind of seem to to pitch well against the Jays. So yeah, yeah. You know.
0: we'll we'll see. This it's going to determine a lot. I I said at the beginning of the week I needed to see a four and two week out of the Blue Jays, and last night just that's a really bad one to take and try and give me hope for that, but we we will press on we are we are blue jays writers we are blue jays talkers and we will continue to do so for this entire season so ryan miller tell the people where they can find your stuff should they wish to talk to you about the blue jays
1: on twitter you can get me a Mueller ryan 11 and if you want to comment on any of my articles at jays from the couch please do so
0: Awesome, and I am on Twitter at neoac18. It's neoac18, and uh, get at the Locked On Blue Jays Twitter account at Locked On Jays. And again, uh, Miller, like I said yesterday, it's good to have you back. It, it's good to have someone I can repeatedly bounce bounce my my crazy rants off of, and have someone rational on the other end to talk me out of it.
1: Well, hopefully, I don't push you over the edge. We can just talk you off of it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I haven't gone back to the Coke Zero yet, so fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, uh, for Ryan Miller, I'm Ryan Andrews. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Locked On. J- nah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Locked On Blue Take care.